You're listening to Brew with the Bennets, which is now available on Patreon. Would you like an extra episode every week available to you on a Tuesday and also early access to the normal episode? (laughs) Keep going! The normal episode, which comes out on a Sunday, you can access that on a Friday. This is all for the bargain price of £2 per month. If you would like to do this, then sign up now! Yes, sign up now! Sign up today! Welcome to the Brew Crew! My coffee looks weird. Well, it's, there's not much milk, is there? Mm. Not very nice. It's fine. Yeah. It's definitely decaf. Definitely decaf. Okay. I mean, you don't need full... It's not full bar. Yeah. Mine's full bar. Okay. We've started, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Brew with the Bennets. It is a very fine day. It's Sunday and you have chosen to listen to a conversation between Gemma Bennett and Scott Bennett for your entertainment. And let's just say it will be entertaining. There is a 100% money back guarantee on that. <laughs> is um, there? Yeah, I've just created <laughs> oh, it. Right, you just made um, that up. Because um, the definition of entertaining, I think, is... Does it occupy your thoughts for a period of time? It doesn't mean you have to come away thinking that was brilliant. It doesn't mean you have to come away thinking anything other than the fact that I've just listened to something and I stuck with it. Do you know what though? When you said if it's... So that's classed as we have entertained you. We have... I don't know. I don't know what the definition is. But me mulling over and being angry about a parking ticket is something that makes me think, occupies my mind. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you want to say that on the podcast and they listen to it, they've been entertained. Mm. Is that, have they? I think that's a very low bar, to be honest. Well, I just didn't want to say that they're going to go away feeling renewed, refreshed. They will. Yeah, they will. I know they will, but I'm just not guaranteeing that. That's all. I'm just saying there's a there's a clause here. There's a caveat that says, you know, you're listening to this, mm. but I can't guarantee how you're going to feel after it. Is what I'm saying. <clears throat> well, I think it's a spa day for the ears. So that's it me. is a spa day for um, the ears. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? That's a lie. You're not good. Let's talk honestly. You're not good. No, I'm, I'm, can I tell you what's perturbed me overnight? Go on. Someone's nicked our wheelie bin. Oh, we're starting with that. Okay. I went out this morning and there was a gap. No. Where no, the bin should no, be. No, that's not how you discovered this. No, I'm, no I, I'm just saying I know it's happened. And I went out this morning mm. and I had a look and it's like part of the family's missing. No, it is Because there's a green a bin. shitty bin. There's a green bin and yeah. then, there's, then there's a brown bin and then in between there's just a gap where can the, I just say where the brown bin used have, to be I miss you can I just say we're having a very bad bin period at the minute <laughs> bad bin period yeah because we've now not had the brown bin emptied twice because the sticker. sticker's not arrived from the council oh. and also now we've had our black bin nicked mm. now am I allowed to read the tirade of text I got from you last night <laughs> yeah because I don't think you're stable <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I don't think it's just you're a right. lot of bin trauma in no, 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 no. Right. So basically, I noticed the bin wasn't there because I put it out yesterday morning. The bin was last sighted at the bottom of our driveway. <laughs> last seen. Yeah, he was sitting there. I'll He'd pop. rolled down the driveway. He was full to bursting. Yeah. And our black bin has seen better days. In all fairness, we do need a new black bin. I don't it's think... got a crack down the side. Flies access it through the crack. They lay their eggs and they cause maggots. There's old gaffer tape where it's I've tried gaffer to fix tape. it. It's a shithole. It's, it's... It's, it's a shitty, shitty black bin. And he knew it. He knew he was shitty. Um, do you think he's walked off? Do you think he's ashamed of himself? And he's rolled away, love. Do you think I think he's he, I know. A- <laughs> I think he threw himself into the black bin, and there has been a theory. Into the black bin. Into, into the, bin, the lorry. bin lorry. It's, I think it's gone in the bin it, lorry. It was bin suicide. It was bin suicide. Binicide. Binicide. Um, basically, <laughs> our bin um, was awful, and we've put it out on the. St- as soon as I noticed yesterday evening, I was like, right, where's the black bin? It's not yeah. there. And we do have a guy called the Wheelie King who cleans out the black bin. So it was nowhere to be seen. I was just like, what the fuck he'll is still, going he'll on He'll still charge us. So he'll just clean what imaginary bin. So anyway, put it out on the street WhatsApp. I was like, has anybody seen a black bin? I mean, for Christ's <laughs> sake. It, it's got the number, house number on it. If you've seen Ooh, it. Who would Nick, can I? You know, uh, I mean, there was, there was a faint hope in my mind that maybe it had been rolled down to the next house or the one up. I went and I had a check. There was no, no bin to be seen. Then I text you and said, our bin's been nicked. And I put it out on the on the street group. Somebody texts back and said, sometimes they do fall into the lorry. I can't believe But that. even if that happened, Surely I would have thought know. somebody would have put a note through our door saying, oh, by the way, your black bin's falling or, in the lorry. as it went into the lorry, you think they'd have gone, better let them know that we've eaten yeah, the bin. Well, that's what I've just said, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Yeah. But it's a weird, uh, and then, crabby ass. I, I mean, Jesus. And then um, somebody said that... What, what was somebody else said? I can't remember. But you then, I know what you did. You Googled. He was straight on Google. And then I was getting 100 million texts. Do you want to know what texts. I Googled? What? Why would someone nick you where you live in? Right. And he got, <laughs> you need to, I, I, I then got a tirade of text messages between eight, no, 6.45 and you finally stopped at 9.20. Finally stopped. So that was two and a half hours of it rumination. It wasn't just constant texting. Well, it was, it was a lot. Um, you need to report this. You need to ring 101. You need to call no, the I police. No, I said we need to report. No, you didn't. You need to do this. You need to report it. Um, they might have nicked our bin to steal our identity. They may have be using it to um, harbour stolen goods in it. I think Scott thought that they were going to come back and fill our bin with goods. Mm. Um, he then thought that it was some sort of, I don't know if you thought it was some sort of attack, personal attack. Yeah. Um, this was just the prelude to them breaking into the house. I think I said, we, house. they know we're low profile celebrities. I, I, think, <laughs> I think you have got a very skewed view of uh, what's going on here. Can I tell you, can I confess something? Go on. Last night when I came in from the gig, it was about one in the morning and I pulled on the driveway mm. and do you know what I did? Went for a little walk. Did you? Up down the road? With my torch, my oh phone my on a torch God. and I did a full loop. I up went left, road. I went right and then went round the other street just in case 51 on the other street had got our bin. <laughs> Shining it. Shining so, it into gardens. If there is anybody out there who could send help for Scott and his mental state, that would be great. I also can I just um, can I just on. say, if you are listening, and bin, you bin. No, this oh, is to the bin. Right. And we just want you home. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry about standing in you. 
Yeah. And I'm sorry about, you know, treating you so badly and, and leaving you down the bottom of the drive for so long. And, you know, you need to be back here with your family with the green and the, and the, the red. Brown and they, the brown and the red. The green, the brown and the red, they miss you. The red one's lost weight. <laughs> I mean, he was already a slim bin, but he's not coping very well. And there's a gap, Gemma. Yeah. It feels like part of the family is missing. So if you well, are... to be honest, the glass bin's not going to know what it sits it because we're going to have to store the black bin liners in the red bin for a while yeah. until we get it replaced. So if you are listening, black mm. bin, or if anyone out there has got my black bin, please return it. There will be a reward. Um, and, you know, we won't, we won't get the police involved. Should we put some posters up? Have you seen this bin? Bin missing. Bin. Where, where's where's, he where's you been? Where's he been? Where's you been? Question mark. Yeah. Has he been near you? It look, it, it's we a could sad... do a lot of pin puns here. I just, I think they've... No, t- where's you really been? Yeah, I know. But I think... <laughs> I'm skirting over those because they're low-hanging I know, fruit. I think it's. I think it's with the, the bin men. I think they're having a party and dancing around it now. No, well, somebody else said that if your bin was knackered, which it was... They might just be replacing it. But tell us. Mm. Don't just let us... They ain't got time to be writing notes. you know how many bins they've got to empty on a morning? Yeah, but... They ain't got time for that. And the sticker management on the brown bin. We're getting a lot... It's just a bit... We're getting binned at the minute. We're getting binned off. Bin trauma. Yeah. Oh, anyway. So anyway, that's that. Yeah, so do you think we'll get it back? I mean... I've had a couple of neighbours offer their black bins for us. They've said that we can use theirs because they're away, which is really kind. Did you say to them we do it anyway? (laughs) <laughs> well, on a Bob, night on a Bob night Bob knows I put stuff in his bin he's offered it Bob knows at two in the morning I head round his with some bin bags a couple on their own Get compared to a family of four is a very different black bin scene okay so Bob mm. knows that there's always spare space going in his Bob doesn't know he's been throwing out asbestos for a year let out You went on a spa again. I went on a spa. Don't say it again. The last time I went on one was with you for your birthday. Right. Which, okay, was only last month, but (laughs) look, yeah, I've been on a spa again. It was bloody brilliant. I had a 90 minute treatment. Do you you think... Full body massage, hot stones, um, head massage, and also facial, and it was bliss. Do you think that the spa, you need the spa to be able to cope with living with me? No, I don't. No. Is, no. it your, is it the sort of the coping mechanism? It really doesn't, it doesn't touch the sides of the spa. Really? Yeah. What, as in the stress of living? Yeah, yeah. Didn't touch the Did sides. Did you manage to forget about the bin while you were at the spa? I didn't oh, no, know about the bin. bin. I didn't know about the bin was at that point. Thank BB God. Yeah. Before bin. Before bin. Um, yeah, so I had a spa yesterday, went for a run last night. So you'd obviously gone to work, um, got a couple of the kids around for a play date with Soph. And I said to the mums, when you pick the kids up, why don't you come? Because it was so beautiful. I said, let's sit in the garden. We'll have a glass of Prosecco together. So I put some Prosecco in the fridge. Yeah. And um, Liz had said to me that day, shall we go for a run tonight? Liz is feeling a bit angsty about the 10K we're doing in a couple of weeks. She's never done a 10K before. She she will smash it. I know she will. Wait, is this the one? I, have you signed me up for it? I thought you were in Dubai on the 11th. No. Oh, no, I haven't signed you up for it. You'll have to sign yourself up for it. Is this another charity one? No. Oh, we're just going off. You've got a new 10K, mate, then. Fine, if you don't want me. No, you can do it if you want. No. Where are you the night before? No. Think about that first. Where are you the night before? Chester. Oh, that's not too bad then. You Mm. could do it if you want to. Mm. And um, No, if you don't want me, it's fine. I'll go and look for the black bin instead. Mm. Go on. Um... So I think she's feeling a bit nervous about doing the 10K. So she wanted to get a run in. And of course, we're at this lovely stage now where we can leave 
the little ones with the older ones. Yeah. Okay, so it gives us a wee bit of freedom. It's almost like in nature. It the, has the to be people a short, in the nest yeah. taken over. You know, we won't leave them for I won't leave them all night. But no, not like a weekend. Go out. Or a weekend or <laughs> but something. But just for an hour I would go for a run. Brilliant. And um so we sat having a glass of prosecco and then obviously Liz was like, Should we go for a run? After Prosecco. Well she mid Prosecco. Well no no no. Liz had come around with the intention of going for a run. She was in her running kit. But then obviously the glass of Prosecco happened and I was like and we're like, yeah, let's still go for a run. Oof. So we'd had a glass of Prosecco. Oof. They'd all had their dinner as well. I'd not eaten. In your sister. But she'd had dinner. Lizard had dinner. Oh. Salad had dinner. Oh. She'd had uh, double mac and cheese. And um, What? Did you go McDonald's? So then mac and cheese. Oh, right. Sorry. I thought you were a bit abbreviating McDonald's. No, I don't even no. know what that is. That's not no, even on the menu. Mac and cheese. <laughs> Isn't that pasta with cheese on it? it? Yeah. yeah, okay, right. I thought I said something weird. And um, so Lou went home with the, uh, her daughter and then Sal took Pipes home and then me and Liz said, right, we'll run round to your house, pick you up. And do you know how far we did last night? How far? On Prosecco and Full Bellies. We did nearly 8K. <laughs> That's no, seven, we did over 8K. Seven and a half mile. I know. No, it isn't. No, no, it's about five miles. Yeah. And it was absolutely beautiful. Did you run well? We went through Attenborough. No, Sal did have stitch <laughs> the whole way. She, because she had... Because she'd had double mac and cheese and Prosecco. But, but, Do you know what? I'd love it if you said, if you now equated good runs yeah, with, with Prosecco, Prosecco and imagine you at the start line, 10 I in the morning, this, just... A little glass of Prosecco and I think we'd be on as well. Just people stretching. There's people doing yeah, Lucas yeah. then just hear a... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, off we go. Them lot are on Prosecco, honestly, if you've never yeah, tried it. And then yeah. you could start a movement. Marathon runners. I know. You see that There is already of... a wine run, isn't there, in, a, in France, where you run and sample wine. There's, there used to be the, um, oh, what was it? The That used to run and have a pint in every pub. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, I can't, I, I can't think wine, that. I think you, I could probably do Prosecco. I think a pint of beer. Well, it was literally be like, like orish, a thimble glass, you know, like them really small champagne glasses I've got. It was yeah. not much. But, you know, I was kind of like, you know, when you just think the sun's out, I could have just sat there all night, to be honest. Mm. But then we were like, no, let's go for a run. I was like, we're well mental. Done. Well, but I think to me, and I'm being boring again about Is it running. the nagging voice in your little brain? No, 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 no. It's not that. It's just that it was such a beautiful evening. Yeah. It was so lovely to be outside. Yeah, but a lot of people would say sitting down. Would be nice too. Would be nice. Yeah, but we ran through Attenborough and we saw the heron and the sun. Do you know what? That heron, I I edited the podcast the other week. You mention the heron every week. I love him. He's always there. (laughs) It's the same one. He's more. He sits by the bridge trying to fish. Do you know what the tragic thing is? That heron is more present in your life than I am. Mm. You see more of that heron than me. It was lovely. I really enjoyed the run. And then, just to say again, this morning, got up, obviously got football, nine o'clock. I did the tea, so I've got all the tea stuff ready. She's got a little shirt with her name on the back. I know. When did you get that done? Man United, isn't it? Yeah, Man United. It says Bennett. It's a long name to put on the back of a shirt. It's a bit ugly. Is it? Yeah, as in it's one of them. Why are you whispering? Well, it's one of them websites that's it's not falling off not the back like, of a van. It's not like proper, G- is Genuine. It? No, it's not proper. Not, it, it looks it, it looks it though. She's happy, she's happy. <laughs> and um, yeah, so went down and again, this morning, looking across that school field, all the parents sat on picnic blankets around mm. the edge, me there with my tea table. 
um, You're the tea lady. Kids laughing, running around, kids having a great time. It was a picture of just wholesome, beautiful <laughs> summer's day. It was perfect. You're loving this poetry. I this just, is up there with the snail story. Kids laughing. No, and I. <laughs> no, the thing is, and I said. Kids cause, laughing. Because my friends, Paul, Paul and Sal, they set up that business last year and it is blue. It's booming. Blooming, booming. Blooming and booming. Yeah. And it's just. I felt really proud of them. This yeah. this wonderful thing. These kids are having such a lovely time, and oh, it was really good. Jenna, you get really emotional. I did. I felt stuff. I felt emotional. You know, you're on about having prosecco and running. Yeah. Something happened. I was in London the other week, and uh, something happened, and it stuck with me. And I mentioned it when I went into the meeting. Hit me. And it was. Oh God, what time was it? 8.50, 8.55 in the morning. Mm. So rush hour tube. Mm. And there was a man on the tube in a puffer jacket. So it's too warm. And he was eating a Magnum oh. ice cream. Weird. And I couldn't compute it. No. My, my brain couldn't. I felt like going to him. It jarred. Yeah, I felt like saying to him, what's this? Yeah. This is, you're in the wrong season. Was it too hot? I don't know. It, it's like he'd been moved from winter But he was eating summer. a Magnum, He though. was eating a Magnum and in a full puffer jacket. Was it hot? Were you hot It on was the boiling on right, the tube. Yeah. He wasn't right then, was he? No, but who eats a Magnum? He wasn't right, Scott. Well, I don't know. He looked, That's not normal. He didn't look like he was, he looked like he was on his way to work. In a puffer jacket? In, I don't know. I don't, I, it was such a conundrum. Why didn't you ask him? Why are you eating a Magnum? In a puffer jacket. In a puffer jacket, mate. I'd love to you to have asked him. But that. do you not? Do you not think though? It made me because I sort of said to the. Uh, I was in this meeting and I just said I, I can't get past it. <laughs> right? yeah. And then they went, and it was at a point of a conversation because they went, "Well, what is an acceptable Magnum time?" And I said, "Well, it's past midday." I don't. It's oh, got was to, it the time that was the problem? Well, I then? think it was alarming that effectively that's a breakfast Magnum. Yeah, that's not there's, right. There's an odd time. That's not right. Certain foods. It's like you wouldn't go to McDonald's for the McDonald's breakfast and then have a McFlurry afterwards. That would be wrong. That's exactly that. That would be wrong. Exactly. I don't think you should eat ice cream before midday. I don't I don't know. But then you've said... I think post midday is fine. Post midday, most things are fine. Booze. Yeah. Yeah. Ice cream. Yeah. But pre-midday, yeah. there's like a level of acceptance. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. you find that odd? Yeah, I do. Like if you, I think if you were on the tube and you opened some popcorn, yeah. a big bag of butter kiss, yeah. and it was 7.45 in the morning, people would go, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. I agree. If you open a, even a big bag of crisps. Yeah, it's a bold move. It's, it's too a bold early. move having crisps. You've got no base eating done. No, no. Like, I find it, I found it. And yet it. it's just food. It, well, this is the point, because then I sort of said, Gemma's always saying to me, this is your argument for having soup as a main meal, because it's just food. Oh, no, this doesn't even fall into that No, category. but you've said to me before. Because soup when is I've, a normal food. When I've sort of said about having certain meals, you just said, it doesn't matter, it's just food. Yeah. It, it, and you saw that you're tapping into a caveman instinct of just fuel ourselves. But I still think that's just food. It's milk, it's cocoa. It's hydrogenated vegetable oil. What is? Magnum. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I looked at the ingredients. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just normal food. Mm. It's almost like he's had, if he's had cereal, what he's he, had the same stuff. But what if he'd worked nights? That would have been his evening. He wasn't. How do you know? Because, well, he, he looked like he was in an office attire. But he had a puffer jacket on. Yeah, but that was covering a tie. I could see a little tie. 
Oh, right, okay. But he might have worked tonight. I don't know, but it just... It, it really... And I Do think you know as what? well... We're never going to know. It's. I just think, what's the oddest thing you've seen been eaten at the oddest time? Probably that. You've, you've never... It's it's jarring, isn't it? I mean... But then it, I... Ah, here's one. Having a roast dinner for your breakfast. That would be really wrong, wouldn't it? Yeah, and yet you can have a breakfast for your meal, uh, tea. A fry up at tea time, fine. Roast dinner at breakfast... Wrong. Imagine the kids coming downstairs. You've got the coffee on, and you just carve in a big gammon. Yeah. Or no. Or you just put them a plate of gravy beef in front of them. Have a lovely day at school. Yeah. You'd be like, what's this? I need a nap now, mate. Yeah. Well, it's like I used to have cereal and still do cereal at night. Yeah, but that's fine. Again. Why? Acceptable. Flipping the flipping the game. Yeah. But Magnum in the morning. Your day. Upending your day. Do you mate. remember when Barry Dodds, I love Barry Dodds, used to say he had a little mini Magnum in bed? Do you remember he used no. to say No. Why would I remember him saying I that? I remember when someone says something to me, mm. I've got a lot of things up here that mm. people have said yeah. that I find unusual yeah. that burn yeah. into the brain. Yeah. They are on the hard drive. Yeah. Yeah. And he said he buys them Ucky Magnums mm. that are fake Magnums, mm. that are Aldi Magnums or yeah. little Magnums. Yeah. And he used to have one in bed. Oh. That's weird. <laughs> but then I used to think, does he get out to do his teeth? He must do. Because that's the worst thing about... And I like hate When that. everyone said, I've had a cup of tea in bed, because then yeah. you've got to go out and do your teeth. No, tea's different. It's not sugary, is it? Yeah. It's not sugary. You just stain your teeth. But yeah. um, I sometimes have a fruit tea, like a, 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 what's it called? A sleep, twining sleep tea in yeah. bed. Mm. And I don't brush after that. Mm. But... Um, I hate that. That really troubles me when I see Liv upstairs because she's too lazy to get out of bed and get her teeth brushed and stuff. Oh, God. She sort of starts to settle in bed. It pisses me off. And I'm like, how can you settle when you know you've got to get up and brush your teeth? You've got a job to do. Just do it, then settle. It's insane. Don't do it the wrong way around. That annoys me. I'm like, do this, do that. Then I know I can stop and settle. Why would you do it any other way around? I don't get it's it. It's not efficient. I don't. I don't understand because you're literally break, breaking your relaxation. Yeah, that's annoying. It's constantly. Oh, there. you just made me think of something yesterday. So me and Liz were in the same room having our treatments. It was like a tandem room. Okay. Oh, I don't like a tandem. Why? Why? Is it cheaper? No. Well, that was absolutely not then. Why? Because you don't want to be laid looking. You're at... silent. They don't. You don't. Perhaps if a little bit of wind comes. Other. Well, that's more embarrassing for the individual rather than the other person, surely. All right, so you're in a tandem. Yeah, and all of a sudden, halfway through her 90-minute treatment, she needed a wee. Oh. She had to get up. She says, it's ruining my experience. I need to go for a wee. Because you're thinking she had to go. about your bladder. Yeah, well, you, you ruined your whole... She said for a good 10 minutes, she lay there knowing she needed a wee. Yeah. And she says, I can't do this. You do that Because I am wasting my time here because I'm not enjoying it because I'm holding in my wig. Well, you do that weird thing of trying to talk your bladder out of it. Yeah. Like, you, like your bladder. Well, what happened then? <sighs> what? what happened? When she'd been for a week. <laughs> I love how you went, what happened? What happened? Couldn't enjoy it. She planted the seed in my head, didn't she? Well, She planted the wee seed. Do you get osmosis wheeze? Well, it's wee a, seed. Then I suddenly thought. I think I, I think need, I need to eat. That is such a kid. It's awful, isn't it? That is that like you? It's like when we passed you know services with Do the you know kids. What? I didn't go. What? I just kept going. Just lay there. You fought, fought it. I fought it off. You. I bet. So they were massaging. We absorbed too. the wee into my body. You're trying to sweat it out. They were massaging. Can I just too. say my favourite bit was them massaging my legs and feet, and I didn't think I would feel that. 
Do you think I will feel that? And I did. It was, was lovely. It good? So good. You don't. There know- must be a lot of. Um, I mean, reflexology is through your feet, isn't it? Mm. So there must be a lot of sensitive points on your legs and your feet because it felt. Bliss. Was it nice? Bliss. Was it? Did they do underneath your soles and yeah. stuff? Can you do that? Do you mind that? My feet are a mess at the moment. Oh, I know. You never cut. Why don't you cut your toenails? I do. Oh. No, answer me. Don't why? pull me up on the podcast. No, I'm just saying. Why don't you? It's on my list. Oh God. I mean, just basic hygiene. I think. Why don't you cut your toenails? I had a look at my feet though. I, I don't. I, can I swap them? No. My feet and my hands are a mess. Well, you bite your nails. I wish you bit your fucking toenails. They look like claws. <laughs> Shall I do it like my left foot? Um, Tell Jesus. us about your Karen restaurant visit. I've, we all, oh. No, I, I'm going to slap you silly. Are you sure we haven't done it? No, we haven't. If you carry on with this. It's because it's a long time It's because we had a gap in the record. This is annoying. You do this all the time. I know, I know. It's a week ago, over a week ago. Right, I'll tell you about hey, it. Let, so, Gemma, yeah. tell us about your visit to the Karen restaurant. I will tell you about Thank you. Car- my Karen visit to the Karen restaurant. It was good. Was it good? It was good. Was it a lot less savage than you thought? Right, let me, let me lay it on the line, okay? So... Um, the staff are brilliant. They are obviously they're actors. When you go in, immediately they called me Theresa May, and I absolutely <laughs> it's bang on the money. <laughs> it is bang on the money. I was absolutely floored. What did they say? It was Hello, so, Theresa May. It was so funny. One minute in, and um, they got they were on the money. Absolutely on the money. I've got this. I've got this kind of because I'm growing my hair a bit. It's this kind of dome hair, <laughs> and it does head. look very Theresa May because I've got quite a bit of grey coming through. As Do you well. know what's brilliant about that insult? Yeah. Is that it is quite cutting. Well, but also quite accurate. It's like they've, well, they've the thing picked. Is, that's you know, not just uh, it's, it's, abuse. No, it's not. It's not horrible. No, but it's nobody not. wants to look like Theresa it's May. It's clever. Let's, let's let's face it. All right. I bet you weren't the first Theresa May though. I think they've used that line before. Do you think so? Yeah, I'm not sure. I felt sorry for my cousin Dawn because they went straight for the eyebrows wow. and they made her wear a hat that said, "My eyebrows are bigger than my bum fluff." Wow. Um, and she had to wear that all night. Wow. <sighs> Um, oh, so, they write it on a on uh, a thing yeah. like Pizza Express. Yeah, like Pizza Express. Um, like a, a rude Pizza Express yeah. and pop it on your head. They made me do, um, they picked on me and I had to spin this wheel and it landed right. on doing animal impression. In, I, the, in a restaurant? Yeah, I thought oh. I could just get away with... With a rabbit ears? No, just doing my impression. Now, you know I do a good goat. Okay. Uh, well, if it had landed on anyone, I mean, you have got that I goat mean, down. I knew, I was quite happy with the... The, 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 the outcome I was like this is fine I have one in the locker ready <laughs> okay um, little did I he went no no you can't just say it you need to be on all fours being a goat and I was like oh so I had to get down on the floor wow. crawl along middle of the restaurant doing the goat everyone looking <laughs> it is good I mean it's good were people impressed few people into thought, a microphone few people thought it was a sheep but I was like, no, I'm, no. I am really Think going for the, the tone. Here. Slightly different, slightly, slightly different, higher, slightly higher, higher pitch. Um, so anyway, um, do you know that's like you know when they do birthdays? Yeah. And they say I couldn't yeah. even cope with that yeah, if it was my birthday, yeah. and you're on all fours in yeah. a burger restaurant yeah. in Sheffield, yeah. and everyone's looking at you. Yeah, wow. So I did that. That was uh, before the start. You, be, be, you couldn't, you couldn't say no because you'd have. They'd have ribbed you so much if you didn't play along kind of thing. It's easier to go with it. It's easier to go with it. But then that's peer pressure. Yeah. Isn't it? And 
they do things like we had a selfie and they just walk past, stick the finger up. You know, they're just just rude, mm. openly rude to you. I wonder if it's hard to switch that off though. Well, because when they get well, out into no, the real world, I, what, bet they, I bet they forget sometimes and they go into McDonald's for a milkshake. Yeah, and they just go, "Come yeah. on, Theresa May, hurry yeah, up!" Yeah, yeah. And they go, "Oh, I'm in the real world." It's well, quite hard to switch that off. Yeah. Well, the thing is. Um, she, like Ali needed another serviette and she was like, all right, lazy ass, they're over there like that. You know what I mean? Just get it yourself. <laughs> but Ali was like, I didn't dare get up and get it myself. I was going to, but then they would have picked on me for doing it Sounds myself. Sounds like a tense you meal know? to me. But they, they can't, like you said, eventually as the evening went on, they do... Leave you alone. They, no, but they... Yeah, and they you also realise they are actually really nice people because they, they can't keep it up the whole What is the glimmers time. of niceness? Glimmers of, like, who they are as people. Or are they like you have a bit of, you? No, in, in the sense that you have a laugh with them. Do right. you know what I mean? I hear. Um, it's all it's all sportsmanship. Do, do they start off quite... Give you the abuse initially? Yeah, And yeah, then they sort yeah. of leave you and to also, have your meal? Does yeah, it sort of let, yeah, let, so yeah. I reckon they probably just go... Abuse table yeah. 15, break yeah. them, yeah. make them cry... Theresa May, go, let them have the dinner. And also, it's quite funny as you watch new people arrive in the restaurant, so everybody's like... That's what the joy is, watching yeah, other people it, get abused. Yeah, it's what you pause, poised, yeah. sorry, um, t- waiting to see what those people are going to get. Because, wow. And also, it's more funny if they've never been before. Yeah. So, like, me and Dawn hadn't been before, but Ali had been before. Do you think anyone goes in there not knowing it's that game? actually thinks it's a normal restaurant just or walks past off maybe. chance I mean maybe imagine if they just go in there for a normal know, burger and imagine? go this is how are they still in business because it'd be like when your grandma and granddad watched I'm Alan pa- uh, watched yeah, Alan Partridge for the first time and thought it was real they also the other thing is I think I heard I don't know if you told me this or it was reported on Twitter because they are th- these restaurants are all over aren't they there was a guy who he basically was an alpha male couldn't stand I mean they're not horrible to you they're just they're cutting is what they are. And he, um, you know, obviously they were giving it a bit of banter and he came back with some banter, but then was really rude to the waitress, like got personal and they just chucked him out. Right. You know, it's like, they don't want it to be horrible. They don't want it to be like, it's all in good jest. It's not a UFC cage for it's not no, like it's not like no. you bring your weapons one no. of yours to the hospital one you of have to, to be the able morgue. to go along with it and have I, a laugh i just love it i love the idea because i reckon it's a lot of stag and ends is it in, in the evenings it wasn't that big you know the restaurant it's quite intimate i just i wonder if it is a stag because it's a stag well, we and hen week so maybe the weekends are i reckon more. friday night saturdays yeah maybe is stag because yeah. if you were booking a stag do yeah. or a hen do yeah it's the perfect thing to yeah, do to take because yeah. stag dudes look take the piss out of it yeah they would have loved that but i just love it if it was just like you said it mm. was it you brought someone along yeah who was a little bit on yeah. the edge yeah do you know what i yeah. mean i and think I, I think it could easily backfire yeah yeah couldn't it yeah i guess so but yeah and the food was i mean if people are thinking they're going to go for like five star it's not like it is proper diner food. So like, you know, almost like chicken in a basket style, but it was delicious. It was tasty. I had right. a chicken bait. It was really So you tasty. can't really complain about the food? No. Right. I, I couldn't. I thought it was nice. We had some chicken wings. They were really nice. Um, fries or you could have, you mm. know, sweet potato or whatever. And, and they were really good. Um, I just love the idea of someone going in there and not getting in the spirit of it. So like, a, like you said, you brought that bloke in and they say something like, oh, you're you wearing your son's T-shirt. That's a, two sizes too small. Mm. And they just turned around and sort of said to the waitress, at least I see my kids. Yeah. Like something really 
<laughs> I will. Lucky new. At least I'm not living with my mum and I'm divorced, yeah. Kelly. Well, right, the, you're gone. Just yeah. really, really brutal. Well, the thing one is, one of yours well, to the hospital, one of mine to the morgue, or whatever it is. The thing is, as well, like, um, so there was a point where because they have a microphone. I don't know if every restaurant has this. I think they probably do. So they have like an MC guy who's like, mm. and he's coming in the table too. Now we've got the uh, well, fries. He, he came on the microphone. And he says, "Oh, oh dear, we've got you know," and he announced it vegetarian and he gets everybody in the restaurant to stick their finger up at the vegetarian wow <laughs> so we're all putting our fingers up you feel bad doing it do but they you, do... if you don't do it you know you've got to be going along with it do they still say has anyone got any allergies yeah 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 because the last thing you want is yeah. as someone's lips yeah. blow up and their eyes go and they can't breathe going we've got an allergy yeah. allergy yeah. allergy yeah. anyone anyone got a uh, Anyone got an EpiPen? And then they, Epi and then they sing they sing Happy Birthday Fuck Off. Happy birthday, fuck you. Right. Happy, you have to all sing that as well. The kids allowed in. There were some youngish kids, but it it must be at the parents' discretion because I won't bring them. I mean, kids, as though. in not like Sophia's age. I know. They were all teenagers, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But can, um, I, can I just tell you what I think about it? I think it's it's a nice idea. I think it's it's I'm stagging ends, it's probably a big thing. I don't think it's going to last more than a year. I'm not sure on the. I think people go once and yeah. they don't go again. Yeah. Why well, would you, no, why there would were you regulars go? in there. I think there were who, people who go. regularly go somewhere to be abused. What's wrong with these people? Mind that I'm saying that people got a comedy club. So yeah. Yeah. No, but it's a common thing in comedy clubs where people go, "Oh, just roast him. Yeah. Take the piss out of him." Yeah. And I sort of go, "I'm not really that comic, mate. No, Do you know what I mean? Because no. it, it's like it's like that thing Steve Coogan always done. It's a second-hand story. This, so I'll just yeah. I'll just paraphrase. When he he said he said he he found the parallels in comedy is when you'd be like in a factory, and we've all felt this yeah. summer job in a factory. Yeah. You're going in there as a student. You even look smaller. You look yeah. vulnerable. You're surrounded by... It's intimidating. Yeah. It's like walking into an open prison. Yeah. And he said, like, every... It was his first day. And one of the... Was like, he said he used to be in the break and they used to be like, what are you doing there? Yeah. And he'd be like, I'm reading. What's that you're reading? Yeah. The Guardian. What are you reading that for? Yeah. I'm a student. Fucking <laughs> student. Yeah. And then they said, oh, John's in today on yeah. the forklift. If when he comes in, when he goes past, just say, "How's your wife? Has she has she finished knitting that jumper yet?" Right? I, he says, "What?" He says, "Yeah, just say it. Everyone will laugh. We'll we'll love you for it." Yeah. And he thought, "I just want to get connected yeah. with these guys." So this guy went, "Hey, John, how's your wife? Has she finished knitting that jumper?" And he said, "He just went, turned the vocalit off and reversed. She lost her arm in a threshing machine." Oh God! <laughs> just love the idea, yeah. and then you could see them all just going ah, and he was like, "Oh, it's really funny. Can I go home now?" Yeah, and it's like I always think that with that restaurant, I think it's got a short shelf life. Maybe. I mean, I mean, these people are obviously actors and actresses yeah. on their way up yeah. somewhere, aren't they? I don't think so. No, no. You don't think they're actors, students? I think one of them was an actor. It's a student. It's a good in, job yeah. to do if you are an actor. It's probably, but then it's just a, abuse, isn't it? It's a bit of fun, isn't it, really? Yeah. So you, you, what you've just said there, we were talking about that yesterday, that, you know, like, because um, Liv had said um, that there was a new kid at school and it's so hard when you're the new kid, especially if you join partway through the year. Really hard. Because you don't, Everyone's you in the don't know who who's who. And Liv said that one of the, like, 
sort of street kids, as yeah, in like Liv one said of the, there's a real clique of cool kids. Yeah, one of the cool kids who's always naughty and getting into trouble befriended this new girl. Right. And Liv was like, oh, I really, I felt, like I, want, I felt like I wanted to say to her, oh, by the way, you've they're probably the going to, you, you've befriended the, the, the rogue. Yeah. But it, she says, you can't say that. You have to kind of let them find their way, don't you? Do you know what you actually want? You want someone like a tour guide. Mm the first day of a school. Yeah. So someone like Liv or someone responsible, yeah. Yeah. you've got a little badge and it's says Archangel, it's a little mm. white badge. And then the first day they walk through the playground and they go, goths, yeah. nerds, really nice but dangerous. Cool kids, they will destroy you. Stay clear. Yeah, yeah. Do you know I what know. I mean? And also, well-meaning, absolute lunatic, yeah. going to be a spree shooter. Yeah. Lunch. And I was that's t- what you need. And I was talking to Sal yesterday about it, and she said that you know, like, um, I don't know if you ever did like a training course. Mm. Paul went on. Tra- I did many training course. Paul went on Sally. a training course once, and you know, I like. There's always a gobby, a gobshite. Oh. Yeah. And Any questions? And up. But it's lunchtime, no bed. Yeah, but Paul like got chatting to this lad who was quite confident and right. you know he was like oh I'll, I'll stick with him because he'll be fun you know he'll be <laughs> and he ended up being an absolute knobhead do you right. know what I mean he gravitated towards personality yeah. charisma yeah probably oh no I've probably told this story wrong but he basically he was great he, he was the one that was quite quiet and he thought would be boring ended up being a really nice guy after two days. But the one that he sort of first tagged up onto and he said it was a real lesson, like sit back, let, you know, see what people are like first before you sort of latch onto them. Because then you sort of think, oh, I wish I hadn't hooked up with this one because they're annoying. I should have just bide, you know, is it bided? But, yeah. Bade? Bade. What's the past tense of it? But bid. Bade my bade, time. Bade my time. Bided my time. I remember though, that's a really good lesson in life. Yeah, that. yeah. Do you know that's how people play The Apprentice? Yeah. And that's how yeah, people but the play, is, you know, but then they, they but sit back. I remember going to, um, I remember going to an interview at Peugeot. I remember you saying this yeah. is exactly Oh no, Rolls Royce it was. Yeah. Rolls Royce. It Go was on. a cr- graduate um, job. Yeah. And it was like those horrible interviews where you've got to do In like a group. A, a group oh. session. You've got an individual I panel. Oh. And the group session, you, they, they were observing how you work and how you work together. So I've been in a zoo. And there's always a cock short. And you think, I don't want to be as cocky as them. I don't want to come across as pushy. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to be too shy and retiring that I don't seem to have made an impact you're just drifting it's so it is the apprentice but in a in a micro sort of shell yeah. micro shell <laughs> microcosm My, I, what am i saying today <laughs> in a nutshell that's what i meant micro shell in a micro nut in a nutshell micro nut <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you did, did you and you're like oh did uh, i do yeah. the right thing did i make enough of an impact but i don't want to seem cocky but i don't want to seem shy da, da, da. Mm. oh my god did you get the job no did you get offered it no did she don't know. That's the problem because I think you in that situation, mm. I it's interesting because I, I've, I've been in that situation. Mm. And what happens is if you have got someone who's dominant, who's like, okay, I think we know where we're going yeah. with this. And they make a point of doing that. Yeah. So they go, this is the point I'm going to stand out yeah. where they go, right. So let's just assess where we are. You get one of those people yeah. that then thinks I'm now the control. Yeah. I think in that situation, you would let them, wouldn't you? You wouldn't probably. Whereas what you actually should do is just go, well, hang on a minute. Let me just say my version. And what you actually want is to, if you have those two coming together, yeah, it's yeah. like Rocky and yeah. Dolph Lundgren, yeah. Ivan Drago, just, yeah. and that's sort of friction, mm. but that's what they're looking for. They're looking for people to put their head on the block. Maybe. If you sort of drift into the background, just going, 
because <laughs> you you're a people pleaser yeah. and you're an empath and you sort of drift into if you drift into the background it's interesting to know what they're looking for but they're not going to tell you that are they you'll never know what they're looking for no so you have to kind of second guess it but having been in that situation when i was at hot point we did exactly one of those days and the what pe- when you were recruiting yeah and you had to sit and watch people in like mm. we gave them a brief and there was like three in a group and the ones that just back seat and passenger not not gonna have a no but, no, but i didn't back, it's not I, right I didn't back, it's not right because they no, could be the most talented no but i didn't back seat and passenger but at the same time i probably just didn't do enough do you know mm. what i mean so mm. i don't know that's the doorbell everybody but we're not answering it our daughter will um so yeah i don't know i just think i'm not sure how you play that because it depends also on the the dynamic of the company you know maybe these companies they don't necessarily want somebody who's um, you know, in your face, and I know every most companies want somebody who's in the innovative, but you don't necessarily want somebody who's like, like you say, dominant. You might want a real team player. It's so hard. I as just well. don't. Oh, I don't know. I I used to tie myself in knots. I did two graduate interviews. I did the one at the Rolls Royce, didn't get it. Yeah. I did the one at Peugeot, didn't get it. And I wanted both so badly. It's a bit like but it's no- so competitive. There's like. <clears throat> Hundreds of graduates going for these jobs. You know when you're going Freshers Week at, at school, yeah. at school, <laughs> at uni, mm. it's the same thing. Is that the first couple of days you gravitate towards people mm. who you never speak to again? No, because they're you feel like they're dominant, or yeah, they're like yeah. you go like, oh, those people are are the are the, are the comfortable confident yeah, people yeah, and they're yeah. not it's all a front yeah in that interview it's yeah. all a front yeah everyone is a is pushing their best versions of themselves yeah, in exactly. that situation yeah. so it's all bullshit yeah so it's amazing that you go i'll just be with this person yeah, yeah. and actually what you should be doing is like you should be sitting back yeah i, and I, I wanted to be a sit back I know. i'd love to be so Isn't cool i met someone my mate who was it who was it my mate gavin gavin who i used to hang about with gavin errington shout out to gav i wanted to be gav yeah because he was popular, but he never tried. He no. was always sat back. Mm, yeah. And I was like, how do you do that? Yeah. Maybe, how, and do you know what it is? Go on. Comfortable in yourself. Yeah, absolutely. That's all it is. You've got to have a bit of a self, self-belief, self-confidence. Mm. Um, and I was desperate. I was like, <laughs> yeah, like a jester. Yeah, and he yeah. was just like smoking a roll up. And then everyone went, what do you think, Gav? Oh. Well, let me tell you what I think. And yeah. everyone's listening and captivated. Yeah. I think we should... Uh, I was never that person. I think we should sack this off and go for a carvery. I was we never were like, that oh, person. Oh, Gav, you're so good. And I was just in... Ugh. Yeah, I was never that person. Who were you, though? I you think I of- was the trying to be... Yeah, I was trying to be involved, but I think I'm very socially aware so i'll be like trying to not step on toes too much yeah but, oh, and are then you, tie myself in not are you easily influenced are you easily led yes i am in, and and also i am aware of people feeling left out i it makes me feel uncomfortable if I'm you were like, in oh. would you go with peer pressure would you cave sometimes yeah mm. yeah yeah and i hated that mm. about myself I can see that because, in you. but but this has become like a, a, yeah, a we, yeah. we've got five minutes left before the end of the session yeah, but uh, yeah. no this has become a bit therapy mm. however do you know what's amazing and mm. I've said this before when you're with me you find an inner anger and an inner determination that's because you're dominating someone weaker you're weaker of course I am why well you don't seem it when you're having a go at me at half past one in the morning because the door was left unlocked are we on that are we yeah you don't seem weak then do you next on the agenda <laughs> Gemma's complete lack of... Again, 
I will spin back through this podcast. Now we've moved on to this. Let's yeah. let's put that little bit aside. Mm-hmm. Let's turn off at the junction marked yeah. tension. Yeah. Go on then. Yeah. We're on it. How many times have I talked about security on this goddamn pod? Too many. And so boring. It's so boring, isn't it? Yeah. But what do you think would be the worst thing for someone who's got chronic OCD, who checks their doorbell when they're on the road? What would you th- who worries about where their bin is? What would you think would be the worst thing that would happen for someone who checks security? What would be the worst thing for them to come back at two in the morning with their family all asleep? What would you think would be the worst thing they could find? Them all dead? No, the door open. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect you to say that. Well, that would be the worst thing, surely. The- I mean, the door left. I mean, it's the side door. It's still a door. And also, can I just say... It's, I- and it's And it's... What happens is... Can I just tell you what happens? I'll give you a little window into my anxiety. I have a nice steady ship of security of everything's fine. Everyone's, we're all good. Everything's good. The house mm. is locked up. I can leave the family. We're safe. The family's safe. I'm out there, hunter gatherer. The family's safe. And that don't look weary at me. Just say it. And then we have a moment where the door's left open. We're right back down into hell of anxiety no, again. But that's more to do with the way your brain works, Scott. I can't trust I am, it now. I'm sick of. You know, if we did 365 days of the year, there might be five where the door might be left it's open. Five too many. It's just, it, it, I mean, comparatively. And also... It's like terrorism. They only have to get lucky once. As a rule, what That's I how do... It is. As a rule, what I do is that when I come in, I lock the door and I take the key out because I know that when you come back in the at night, you need to be able to get the key in the door. I do that routinely. There'll only be very few occasions where I've been distracted and I haven't done that. I do tend to lock the door so that if we're at the back of the house, yeah. the front door's locked. I do do that. And also, um, I always take one for the team because I think a lot of the time what happens is Liv comes down to try and let Bob in and then she doesn't lock the door behind her. You cannot her. trust security to her. But I, w- I might have been in bed when she's done that, so I'm not aware that that had happened. But I, I don't know what to say. I don't it know sometimes say. happens. I think you just need to chill out about it. Because most of the time, the doors are bloody locked. Mm. Doesn't matter. Just chill. Well, chill your boats. It's difficult to get past. I'll be honest with you, darling. It's difficult to get past. Uh, what about the biscuits? Have you got any? Can you kick off? Um, not really, other than being a great person. Oh, my <laughs> God. Um, I did. I did a couple of interesting. Well, I can't really talk about some of the jobs I did. I had, I've had a mad sort of week. Yeah, you really. have, haven't you? It's been sort of driving about mm, a lot, isn't mm, it? Yeah. Been in London. I don't know why that's a thing. I always say it to my mum, and I said to my mum, I spoke to my mum on the way down. I said I'm going down to London to to do this game show run through. Mm. I'm not hosting it. They no. get people to do these yeah. things. You're like the dummy run. The dummy run. Mm. Um, and she said, uh, I said I'm going down to London. She went. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. She always does hardship. that. Oh, I'm sorry, love. Yeah. Oh, dear, I am sorry. Yeah. I was like, no, it's a good thing. Oh, it's London. Because yeah. to my mum, that's a, that's like yeah, saying, it's a lot of work. I'm popping to Mars for a yeah, bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, but it's an interesting one, that. So, yeah, what happens with these game show things? And I didn't know this. I can't tell you what the game show is about. No. But, however, it makes total sense. Because what happens is they have a game show idea, does a company, and they pitch it to the, one of the major channels. Yeah. And they can't just go, there's the game show no. on paper. No. Because no one knows what's going on. No. So they, they bring need to in, see it. They need, they need to, to visualise it. They need to see it and visualise it. So they bring in 
people like me yeah. to be the host yeah. and they have contestants they yeah, bring in offer. Yeah, because also a big, a big star isn't going to be interested until it's up and running, exactly. are they? Well, do you know what my first line was? What? I said, this is obviously a, a, a quiz, but obviously it's not the real thing. Yeah. So we have to use our imaginations. We have yeah. to suspend disbelief, which is exactly what I'm doing now because I'm imagining I'm famous enough to be asked to do this for real. Yeah. And, and it got laugh. a big laugh. Very good. And I thought, well done. Yeah, well done me. <laughs> um, and then they bring in people from the public mm. and then they do the game show. Yeah. So we did two days. We did day rehearsals and now we did it in front of the commissioners. Yeah. And it was dead good fun. And it, But the thing is, it's quite odd. You're in a, yeah. you're in a boardroom. So it's a little like The Apprentice. It felt so like The Apprentice. So you went on location then? Well, we're in the st- in in in, a, in the building. Was there kind of a mock-up set? They had like big flat screens where they had all the graphics mm. and stuff. So it wasn't in a studio. It was in a conference room. Did you room. have real people? Real people. What, public? Not robots, real public. Right, And great. they had little name badges on and stuff. Did you feel like an actual host? I felt like a little host. Oh, that's so I cool. I put a jacket on and Didn't everything. Didn't you get any pictures? No, I wasn't allowed. Oh. But I did a whole thing where I had a little theme tune to come on yeah. to and I clapped oh, and I had... Oh, that's so I good. Had, <laughs> I want to do that. I want to do that. I had little cards, mm. little cards. I want to do And this. I did the thing like, you know, yeah. when you get hosts yeah. go... And, yeah. I, and I turned around and I went, welcome. And I did yeah. like a proper thing. Oh, you and just I said, made me think of a host who really did the card thing. The cat whacking... Um, Bradley Walsh? No, no Lee Mack. somebody used to really hold their cards a lot, like do funny things with it. Johnny Vaughan. Yeah, that's who I'm Big thinking breakfast. of. Big breakfast. I was channeling my inner Johnny Vaughan yeah. where I was like, how about that then? Yeah, yeah, I just sort yeah. of did that. Yeah. And I, and I sort of... It did was, they go, Scott, can we go easy on the card flapping, please? Scott, can we ramp down the Vaughan, mate? Yeah. Ramp down the Vaughan, you're destroying the cards. Yeah. But what's amazing is the amount... Having... And I've said this before, this is boring for people out in this industry, but I think it's quite interesting in that this is what happens. So you do the run through and they sit as if they're in the audience, these commissioners, and they watch it play out. And then at the end, they go, thank you. And then they go and then they make a decision. Have they made a decision? No, we don't know yet. But I mean, I, I'm not. It won't affect you anyway. It won't affect me. No, 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 I, I look You're forward to watching involved. someone more famous do it. Yeah. But what was really interesting oh, was shame, they it? said to me, "Just have fun with it." So I was ad libbing lines. You did have fun. But effectively, when you're talking to the contestants, that's the best bit. Yeah. Because you are doing comparing. Yeah, yeah. You're doing comparing. Yeah, you're compare, aren't you? And there was a moment where one of the contestants was a postman. Yeah. And he got he got eliminated yeah and yeah. i says just have a sit down mate it won't be unusual for you you won't be the only postman on strike at the moment but yeah. little just yeah, yeah. little lines weave it in boom be boom be boom and in my head i'm thinking you're on telly yeah tits and teeth you are a th- you yeah, know you're in sort a- them out if you're going to be on telly. i do teeth and feet you Better. might have your feet out. <laughs> Imagine if I did flip-flops. Aww. But what's really interesting is mm. it's the fine balance between moving the quiz on mm. but not being like a robot. Yeah. And I and I had a couple of little jokes at the top that Go I on, wrote, then. little facts. I can't really say it. Okay. But, but I had little little jokes at the top. Do you is, know there, what I mean? is there a proposed name for the quiz show that you know of but you can't say? Yeah, I can't say. Ooh. And I've signed an NDA, baby. Right. Non-disclosure agreement. Very good. But it was just, it's interesting. And a load of famous people. I should have got you to sign one of them when you married me. Mm, too late now, isn't too it? Too late. You it's need, all on the podcast. It's all, it's all out, mate. Public. Uh, what's interesting though is a lot of Is fam- it? Is it though? <laughs> <laughs> 
No. No, go on, go on. No, I can see no, you. No, go on. No, 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 no. I'm only joking. Some famous, like a lot of famous people. Tom Allen mm. used to do it. Yeah. Uh, Lee Evans has done it. Yeah. Uh, Lee Max done it. Yeah. Mickey's done it. All the big fellas. All the big people. Mm. And then now old Scotty. Old Scotty, Scotty B. B. Scotty B. Yeah, let's high five that. Stood in the little yes. conference room. Well done. High five um, again. And then I, uh, I, I went from uh, London to Birmingham on the train. Yeah. And uh, what was really interesting was um, the trains are knackered. Yeah. Just to let you know, everyone know, if you yeah. are thinking about getting a train, yeah. the, the, I was at Euston, which is the, a bleak station. Yeah. It's, it feels bleak. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with it. Yeah. It feels awful. It hasn't got the razzmatazz of Pancras, has it's it? It's like a shit airport. Yeah. Like a shit European yeah. airport. What's your favourite? Pancras, Pan- Waterloo or Euston? Pa- King's Cross, mate. I've got a stick of voting for King's Cross. King's Cross? King's Cross is banging. It's got a really good pub in it. Okay. And I sometimes go in there okay. and have a few sneakers. Okay. Before getting on the train. Uh, but yeah, we were in we were in Euston. And what was amazing is, this is what I love about the, the, um, the British transport. All the screens were up there with trains. So everyone's looking at the screens. There's no platforms. The platform system has broken. So what they've done, rather than fixing it, Mm. or rather than putting out a regular announcement, they have two employees on a tiny little table shouting platform numbers. So they were like communicating, and every 10 minutes they'd just go, 1760, platform six. Then they'd just go, 1720, platform four. And you could just see they were just broken. And then people would come up and go, what about the 1713, platform two? This went on for hours. And then they just kept saying, if you want a platform, it's not on the screen. And then someone went up and went, 1748. It went, that's gone. And they went, oh, God. It was just chaos. And I just thought... It just feels, I don't know if, I don't go on the trains often, yeah. but every time I've been on it, yeah. there's been something. Yeah. They're never like, it's weird. Don't, don't yeah. you find that odd? Yeah. That you, yeah. you, would, you would expect, you just sit on the train yeah. and you get to where yeah. you're going. Yeah. Why is there chaos? I don't know, Doc. What's going on? I don't know. I don't it, know. It's almost like it's part of the well, experience. Well, something then. Um, Liz had an email yesterday for a flight that she's booked in October. She's going to Rhodes. Mm. And they already know that the flight she was on, so she'd paid more to go during the day, you know, like we do. We, we wanted daytime flights with the kids, especially, so that you're not rocking up in the middle of the night. They've, ch- they've cancelled that flight. So now they've put her on a flight where she will arrive in the middle of the night. How's that happening? How do they know that that flight, what's, what, what's gone on <laughs> that five months in advance, you have to say that flight can't run anymore? I Why? It, I don't know. Why? It's Why has it happened? <laughs> <laughs> I oh, I, I had a look. Interesting that you segue into airports. Uh, someone put this on Twitter, and I think sometimes you never quite appreciate. You know, when you, there's a list of things you're not allowed on a plane, mm. right? And it, it was dead funny because I was I was looking at it and going, it's almost like why do they need to say it? Do you know what I mean? Because like, what? Because so, it's so obvious. It's so ridiculous. What? Like you are not allowed to bring on a Hoover. Well, listen to this, right? Liquid oxygen, stunning devices, ammunition, guns, firearms, projectiles, explosives, blunt instruments, chemical substances, drills and crowbars, knives and razor blades, hoverboards. Yeah, that's kind of obvious, isn't it? Pets and animals. But, I mean, haven't we got... Surely we've got this now. 
obviously. Who's turning up to fly somewhere with a goat? Yeah. And just I know. I a know. goat and a load of fireworks. Weird. You can't bring them on. What? Yeah. Not allowed that on, pal. What do you mean I'm not allowed to bring me goat on? Would you host a game show? This yeah, is, yeah. Would you? I'd would you love, love it. To? I'd love it. I think I'd be pretty good at that. And uh, who is your favourite game Without show host? Without sounding arrogant. Who do you think? I it, think made me, it made me appreciate. Bra- I love Bradley Walsh on The Chase. I think he's brilliant. Mm. Ben Shepard's brilliant on Tipping Point. Mm. Very quick speaker, though. It does very fast. It's just to be quick. Yeah, it is. Really quick. There's a lot to pack in on that. It, it, it made me respect them a little bit. What I more. love about people who... And a pointless is good. Oh, yeah. It? but what I, Yeah, and I love that when they don't get above their station and they think, this is a good gig. I think Walsh, Shepard, <laughs> Armstrong, Osman. Os- they know it's a good gig and yeah. they're not going to try and be better than it. They're thinking, I think they're there till they die. The gig is the bus and we're just sitting on it. They're going to say, this is a good gig and I'm going to make sure I deliver consistency. I'm here for it. And I applaud that. Yeah. If I got that gig, I would be like, this is me. What was interesting is I was talking to someone there who was one of the producers and he was sort of saying, I think people think it's easy. Hmm. And I was like, mm. do you know what? I think you're right. We were talking mm. on lunch and I was like, having, I only had a sniff of it, mm. right? But you have to understand the quiz and the format mm. so well yeah. to be able to have fun with it. Yeah. You can't be not, you no, can't you just can't turn up. Go, oh, uh, oh, hang on a minute. Hang on. Oh, no, you can come let back. Me just check. Hang on. I've got it in me. Is that right? No. Yeah. I've done it entirely wrong. We're going to yeah. have to start again. Yeah. Uh, put the money back in the bank. Put the money back in the yeah. bank. Bring the contestants back. Julie, Julie, stop crying. Are you, are you saying there was a bank? Yeah. Ooh. Julie, stop crying. You, you haven't that, lost though? the money. You haven't lost the money. So there's money. Of course there's money. Oh, right. Um but what I mean is I think there's like a, there was a there's an a, like there's a trend of giving famous people quizzes mm. and they just don't really prepare for them. So yeah. they just turn up and think I'll just read off the auto yeah, cue. Yeah. Whereas you actually look at Brucey, apparently Brucey yeah. used to always do work before the go- the show. Right, this is historic. So yeah. even though he was an institution, he could just turn up and read the auto cue. Yeah. He would ask for all the information about the contestants, yeah. so he could read it through. So even if he was just sat in his massive yeah. house, he would he wanted to know all about the what jobs they did, yeah. so he could start mulling it over. Yeah, to prep some some, some prep lines. some lines or some bits yeah. of rapport. Do you think Jim Bowen did that? I think Jim was, did. He was always very good on... Uh, oh, oh, look sorry. At, good God, this is so difficult. He's, he was always very good on Bullseye. Do you know my favourite moment on Bullseye? Because I, I did watch a few of the quizzes in the in the run-up to doing this. My favourite moment is sometimes he didn't... You could tell he just... They just said, Jim, just say what you want. Yeah. And there was a moment where he went, Now, uh, we've got two lads here coming all the way from Jewsbury. Two boys here. Two boys. How you doing, boys? You all right? Now, uh... Lee, you, I just want to, you know, you, we're lucky to have you here, aren't we? We're lucky to have you here, aren't we? Tell us what happened. Tell us what happened. It was like, well, Jim, uh, I was on my way home from work about two weeks ago on the M62. All right, yeah, I know the road, I know the road. And uh, I swerved in it, central reservation, and rolled the car, and uh, I was in intensive care for, for about three weeks. And he says, you're lucky to be alive, aren't you? You're lucky to be alive. And he went, yeah, yeah. He went, there's no damage to the brain, though, is there? No damage to the brain. He was like, no. He says, so he shouldn't affect you today with the questions. He went, no. He went, well, it's lovely to have you. Have a cracking day. Big round of applause for the boy. <laughs> <laughs> he just 
just go off piece. And you go, Jim. Say it, don't spray it. It's a major car accident. I know. You nearly died, didn't you? I think he said that at one yeah, point. Yeah. Nearly died, family round, ready to switch it off. <laughs> but you're back and you're on bullseye. Yeah. I hope you do well, boys. How's, I'm rooting how's for you. How's the brain? How's the brain? <laughs> Won't affect you on the quizzes. <laughs> you couldn't throw the darts because you got no, no feeling down your left hand side. Yeah, but look, 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 good luck. Do you still drive? Yeah. No, no you're, you're right not to. You're right not to. <laughs> His banter was like, it's so it was good. so brilliant. Yeah. And then he was like, two ladies now, mm. unusual that together, yeah. two ladies together. Yeah. You, you look, he used to say things like, you're looking very good, looking, looking You're looking trim. very good, you're looking trim. Yeah. You, you do, do you work out, do you? Yeah. yeah. What do you lift? What do you lift? Yeah. Mm. Well, well you, look, you look very good on it. I must try and get to the gym, I'll tell you. Anyway, you're looking forward to playing. That's, yeah. He yeah. would go off. No one else used to do that. He was so lovely, though. He was. And I think it's I just... Like I think it's just um, about, like you said, if you're on a good gig... If you get a gig like just Pointless, own it. just get on it and stay yeah. on it, baby. I don't think Brad's going anywhere. You don't think, you think so? so? No, I think he's brilliant. And I, and I think what's interesting, though, is it's the balance between a little bit of banter yeah. and a little bit of yeah. sort yeah. of yeah. being in the moment, yeah. but keeping the quiz going. Yeah. You can't slow the quiz down. Yeah. Don't slow the quiz down. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? It is interesting. They've said um, Philip Scapefield's going to present a new quiz, aren't they? <laughs> Go on. You vet. You vet? Yeah, as in. <laughs> you vet? <laughs> as in, you vet their um, credentials. <laughs> I thought you meant as in like a vet. <laughs> like just. Yeah, the... you vet their credentials. Very good, Jerry. How long have you been sitting on that one? About two seconds. <laughs> oh, hey. I can't think of one. Interesting that, though, isn't it? I can't it? think of one. All that shit's kicked off, hasn't it? Yeah. You texted me last night, didn't you? I did. It's like celebrity deaths. <laughs> you were like... Celebrity outings. You. That's the I only next you. best thing I said to you. Was I right? Yeah. It was... It, it, I mean, you know what? And we can't really... We can talk about it, actually. They're putting, they're putting gopher on the stand, aren't they? <laughs> Do you know the really weird thing about it is? Yeah. The weird thing about it is, and I and I tell you what it is, and I talked in I was speaking to someone in the green room last night about this. It's not necessarily the thing he's done. Because I mean, I might be wrong, there might be more to come out. It's not illegal for a man of whatever age to have a relationship with someone who's 18 or over the age of consent. Yeah, yeah. That is not illegal. No. Whether it's you know, a little bit off colour, that's another question. Whether it's a power play, a man, billionaire, highest job in ITV or whatever, highest job in having a relationship with someone who's trying to get to where he's got to, is there a power dynamic involved? Of course there is. Yeah. Is that the problem? We don't know. But the point is, Richard and... I want to say about Richard and Judy, right? right. Now, Richard and Judy... Richard was always causing controversy. Yeah. He was blundering into shit, yeah. left, right and centre. Yeah. She looked despairing. She looked weary with him. She was like, oh, rolling her eyes and stuff. But do you know what they had? Authenticity. Yeah. And honesty. Yeah. Because he made his gaffes on screen yeah. and everyone went, fucking hell, he's done another one. Yeah. Let's just apologise. Yeah. She's like, oh God, pass me the rosé. I've got to deal yeah. with this prick. Yeah. And he was, it's, there's a difference there. And that is the main difference. And I realised it when I was, at the, it, we were talking at this gig last night and I was like, it's just, it's the authenticity. Mm. It's, it's, that's all it is. It's honesty. 
if you're presenting a daytime show that's you know upbeat and likable and you're dealing with things and you're being that person's friend it's like being in a coffee shop with mm. them you can't be dishonest and you can't be unauthentic as soon as you are it's done so what, it's over why what why is he had why is he had to quit and what is the i love revelation? this because you you literally don't look at no. anything so and it's why, like it's why, like talking to someone who's been unfrozen from demolition yeah, yeah, man you like is. you've been reborn and what's, like talking and to what's my nana and who is philip schofield no because yesterday they right. said he's confessed yeah and so and he's been dishonest about what has he been dishonest so about? so effectively when this all started yeah. and i'll be as brief as i can yeah there, there was rumors flying around for ages mm. right it did the whole thing that he obviously is marriage fell apart yeah. because he'd, he'd come out as being gay, gay. right yeah. but what what they didn't tell you or what he wasn't saying was the reason why he sort of came out and the reason why is, is he had been having relations with younger men and one of these younger men was a runner at itv who since moved on who he knew through a theater group of which he was a patron of from the age of 10 and that's where the issue is because I think he knew that if he admits that people find that out and it and it, it feels like grooming it yeah. feels well there was some kids even though there's no there's no proof that anything happened it just feels like a strange power dynamic just as it how would be how old is that lad now he's 19 so he's still quite young then. he's still very young well apparently on twitter they were saying that he used to snapchat them chatting on snapchat yeah with them. and they used to go out for dinner and stuff and i think it, but you don't know if that's a, a a role of someone's advising him in the industry we don't know any of this it's all salacious in right. a weird way okay the fact is though it's a 60 year old man having a relationship with someone who's quite young who's known them as a child if it was a bloke doing it with a younger girl people would be like he's a bit it's a bit creepy mate it's a bit weird do you know what i mean the fact that you've taken him out the group and do you know what I mean? Now mm. he's got a job on, on as a runner. Yeah. You've got to be really careful with this because yeah. this is, you're the position of power. Yeah. If That would happen to anyone in any job, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. If you were the owner of a company yeah. and you had someone on work experience yeah. and you took them out for lunch and yeah. went, and oh, come round to my house. And, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Did and he do keep that? in Get touch. To no, I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying, if you, if it, it always feels, there's always power. Yeah. It's always power. Yeah. And you can't do anything about that. No. And I think the problem is, is he didn't admit. If he'd have come out and said, look, yeah. you know, I have had relations. And then it's been the perfect storm because his brother's obviously in prison yeah. for actually committing offences. So you go like you've had that and then you had the queue jumping shit with the Queen's funeral. Why, what? When they didn't queue for the coffin. Don't you remember all that, him and Holly? Yeah, but I thought that was just nonsense. Yeah, but it was nonsense. But it's entitlement and it's dishonesty and it all builds... A pit. If you're yeah, the but press, they were, they were TV, weren't they? Exactly. But don't you understand how this mechanism works that they're what? in? So just because he didn't queue up, people don't like you. He builds they, the press, right? Mm. Build a story of people. Yeah. They build momentum against right, people. Right. So all they do is they'll have a file. And they'll go, his brother's been sent down. Yeah. They didn't queue for the coffin. Entitlement, I mean, I they're dishonest. Shit if they're not integrity. Not. No, neither could I. But it builds a picture right. to, to, to the British public. And the British public still sap up these fucking tabloids. I don't yeah. know why, but yeah. they do. Yeah. And they just go, they're entitled. He's yeah. doing what he wants. Yeah. He's a position of power. Yeah. Do you see how it builds yes, the narrative? I yes, I do. And then once he lies, mm. it's you've fucked he, he's gone yeah. there's no no way back but what did he lie about then but he lied about the fact that he was having relations with this lad he didn't he didn't come totally clean about it 
he said that it, it, it was sort of in the background and he didn't acknowledge it. So it's had to, it's, it's come out. What, has he admitted he had a, he's having a sexual relationship? No, he though? hasn't. He hasn't. He admitted there was nothing illegal about it. Whether they had a sexual relationship, no one knows. But right. it's just, a, it's just, and then you've got to be really careful because people from the gay community, it was like, home, you know, there's, there's an element of homophobia here. I was going to say, what has he actually done wrong? Then? No one knows, but it's, it's, the, 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 it's about the honesty it's about that he wasn't he wasn't truthful about what had been going on in right. the background. Right. And I think that's the problem. And then Is it still sackable though? Is it still well, like if he's not been having I don't know. Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. Are it, we saying that is it ageist? Like saying that an older man I know I know most of us will have a relationship with somebody who's near enough our own age and the gap between an 18 year old and a 60 year old is pretty big can i just tell you the difference right you didn't know that 18 year old when they was 10 years old and you didn't have a there wasn't an element of being in their life that's the that's the that's the problem is there is a there's a possible element of so is there a chance that stuff went on before the 18 this is what we don't no one knows no one knows and no one can speculate however as this boy as this lad completely silent right how difficult that must be for him very difficult because right now they'll be desperate to get the story out of him oh poor lad but but and i feel sorry and i also feel sorry for uh, philip schofield's wife and kids and that because it's like a bomb going off this is like you know. I mean, how long did she know he was gay? Oh, probably years, mate. You know, I don't know. There's but there's loads of convenience marriages, isn't there? Yes, yeah, I, I bet so. there's loads of people, and there's no issue with that. I think it's just the. It's sad, isn't it? That I think they it looks, were in a time when, it, it, let's face it, there was still a huge amount of homophobia, mm, and they didn't feel yeah. comfortable to no, be themselves. Absolutely not. I it's mean, such a shame. I mean, Maybe at, he felt he couldn't have had the career he had as a gay man. Well, when Dale Winton married, um, that do you remember what was her name? Oh, I don't know. Oh, she was a. Uh, an FHM model it was so weird he married her to try and but oh, it was it, it was like obviously couldn't live your still Winton dead yeah oh. but <laughs> Gemma oh, I, like I, I don't know but what, what's interesting about it mm. is and, and I suppose the point is, I was making is yeah. once the integrity's gone yeah. like his agent dropped him yeah. publicly and you go right. Well, it's damage control now, isn't it? it it's why li- did he drop it? Because it reflects on it. It's it's all toxic. This oh, is dear. the world that it's in. Is is like you have to be squeaky clean. So basically, I think I think sometimes what I struggle with is we want we want to know what is so damning, and there's a lot of yeah. sort of really there's a lot of blame for just not very gentlemanly behavior is what's going on isn't it it's it's the element of power okay i think uh, there's my feeling on it yeah. if you're if you're in your 60s mm. and you have a relationship with a 20 year old yeah, what, yeah. if it's consensual good luck to you whatever yeah, yeah whatever um the issue is is that that person is someone you've known since they were younger. Mm. The issue is they're in an, in your industry. They're working mm. with you. Yeah. There is a there is they're looking towards you, mm. and it's power. Mm. It, it that's that is the fundamental yeah. issue. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. And I, and I feel like it's well, it's, it's like you um, can't help who you fall in love no. with. But I think what you can do is you can you can sort of. I just feel like what the, the problem is is there's never going to be a way of making this palatable. No. There's never going to be a way they go, like, I've fallen in love with someone well, who's 40 is, years younger than me and he's a runner on the mm. show. You go like, whoa. Well, the thing uh, is... How do we Liz, uh, make that work? Liz told me about something, about a story that broke in the Telegraph, I think it was. I don't know how recently. Um, because 
Liz used to attend these camps, uh, Christian camps. Right. And it was called Soul... I, I want to say... Soul Survivors. Yeah. Have you heard of this? Yeah. So she used to go to them. That was her, like, youth. She, and she said it was amazing. I was a leader. I used to walk around in a dressing gown. No, it was a brilliant place. She said that it was so much fun. And But this guy who was the leader, mm. he basically had his favourites and he he ended it's up a bit culty, isn't it? A bit yeah. culty. Well, it's all come out now. Everybody thought he was amazing and and they get and he, he had his favourites and he had these um, sort of youth workers who, you know, she says there was never many adults present. It was always youth workers and he would... Um, you know, go on tour with them and, you know... I love that, go on tour. Yeah, you know, but... Bring but, the Bibles, we're but, going on tour! Uh, but uh, it's all come out now that he, like, um, like massage, he would get them to take their tops off. Yeah. And, and I said to Liz, I said, what's so distressing for the victim is that it is power. It's power play on people who are young and vulnerable, who are in awe of somebody. Mm. And this chap would have known that. And it's an, it's a total abuse of their power, isn't it? Yeah. Because, and I think that's what's so distressing for the victim because at the time the victim might not have, I mean, to, to us now as an onlooker, you think, oh, bloody hell, that's so obvious. But to a young person, you know, and, you, and this promise of like being chosen to do but something also, that's so brilliant. Yeah, and it's probably giving you the stability and guidance you might yeah, not have at yeah. home. I mean, how uh, awful uh, is yeah. it? Yeah, and it, it's, it's on him. Yeah. It's on the guy. Absolutely. But that's what's so distressing for the victim because they feel embarrassed. They feel embarrassed about what they've done. But he he was always, that's why they put themselves in those situations because they know they've got access to, I mean, I I went, did I, I think I've talked about it. Have I talked about it when I used to go to that Christian thing? No. I'll tell you this briefly before we wrap up. I um, used to go to a thing at the local church and the only reason I went there is because I fancied a girl that went. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that is not the right way to use Jesus's love, is it? No. Uh, for your own ends. And it was really funny because they sort of like, it was quite, it wasn't, there was no issues. It no. wasn't culty or anything. No. But effectively, it was just young people meeting. Yeah. You put music on. Yeah. And then you'd have sort of like have uh, cheese toasters yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Then I always remember there'd be a moment towards the end where they would have to talk about Jesus. Yeah. And I could see it coming. Yeah. Like, you know, like coming over the yeah, hill. So yeah. you'd have your cheese toast here. I was really flirting with this girl. I thought, I'm doing quite well here. Yeah. This is going really well. And then they go, right, we're just going to have a sit down. And you go, I go, oh, here comes Jesus. <laughs> here comes old Jesus to take the take the pressure. I'm doing really well here, mate. And then they'd just be like, and I'll put up, you know, remember the parable of the thing. And I'm just like, oh. And I forgot that was just there. So it's sort of like the, the companionship element's good. Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to tell me that there was a, a leader who was no, there wasn't. Advantage no, of you. there wasn't. It was only me trying to take advantage of someone. Oh, right. <laughs> via the medium of <laughs> Jesus. Oh. But no, but I, I think it's that sort of you always get that moment where it always ends up in in Jesus talk. You sort of see it coming, and yeah. you always go yeah. right. Have you all enjoyed your cheese toasters? Yeah. Have you all yeah. enjoyed? Well, in many ways, Jesus is like a cheese toaster. Ah, <laughs> oh, I knew this was going <laughs> to. <laughs> the bread is the body yeah. and the filling is yeah. what's in our hearts and we can have cheese and we can have ham. Oh, I'm never going to get this girl here. <laughs> We're doing really well until the cheese toasty stroke Jesus analogy. <laughs> you feel uncomfortable about that no, bit, don't you? No, I don't. You? No, Do you ever feel religious? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever felt religious? Well, anyway. Oh, you're moving on, aren't you? No, I'm not. 
not. I just don't know what you want me to say. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's always a weird moment. And I, I mentioned it before when you have a cult. I think it's always blokes. It's always blokes who start a cult. Yeah, but that wasn't dressed up as a cult. It was just a Christian gathering. Just I love the evidence of that. Where are you going with all those young people, Dave? What? Where are you going? I'm going on an island. <laughs> right? Where? Is anyone going with you? No. <laughs> Who's the youth workers? They're all there. How old are they? 16? Dave? Come on, Dave. Dave. Do you think this is a good idea? I've booked a week off work. We know that, Dave, but is there any any adults there? Uh. Couldn't make it. Uh. Why couldn't they make it? Tell them about it. (laughs) Right. What activities are you going to do, Dave? Just singing and that? Wrestling. Singing, wrestling. (laughs) Dave, (laughs) why have you brought everyone a bikini, Dave? What's (laughs) got... Yeah. Dave, why do you need that much booze? Yeah. See you Tuesday. <laughs> Come by. It's awful, isn't it? It is weird. It's weird, though, isn't it? It is weird. And, you know, I don't know. But just to draw the line under yes. all this, yes. uh, I just want to say, if they are looking for a host of the Cube. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be up for sale, wouldn't it? Up for sale. <laughs> Everything, mate. We buy any yeah. car. Cube. Yeah. Soap Awards, Dancing on Ice. Oh, yeah, Dancing on Ice would be a good one. Ah, it won't for me. That'd be a good gig, though. Would be a good gig. Yeah. Uh, before we go, just a little bit of correspondence yeah. here. Annie Rebecca has messaged us. Uh, she just said, your conversation about Sig Fingers. So this is the Sig Finger oh, ice yes, cream I did man. Read this. Do you remember that? Yeah. Stuck with, do you know when I saw the guy on the tube with the Magnum? Yeah. Flashback to the Sig oh, Fingers. Dear. That's all I could see was those yellow, fingers. brown fingers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she said, it reminds me of a time when I was in Blackpool. We drove down the seafront and we saw this donut stand. I, I got a donut. Well, I don't know if she said she, said she got a donut, but she said they saw the bloke serving and making them had his wife beat a vest on, which was absolutely filthy. Oh, God. And it was a boiling hot day. And Aww. safe to say, we felt quite nauseous. Oh, God. Now, the issue is there is, do you see it after you've bought the donut? Because if you saw it after you'd... Imagine mid-donut. Yeah. And you just turn around and you just see the sweat just coming through oh, his nipples. Oh, God. Why would you wear a vest when you're serving people? I don't know. Horrible. So horrible. Grim. Isn't it? Yeah. I would be, if you ran a cafe, you would be super hygiene. You'd oh, have I would. the hairnet oh, on. Oh, you know I would. You'd have everything on. You'd have gloves on. Oh, yeah. Just awful. But so she said it stuck with her. Yeah, it does stick with you. Takes you a few days to get over it, I think. Anything icky. Yeah, yeah. Horrible. Gives me, the, it's called the ick, innit? Yeah. So now, horrible. whenever I see that, I mean, I, I've seen, I think, like I said, in restaurants, the idea of a sweaty chef horrible. just bloop, yeah. plop. I see it when you watch uh, MasterChef and that. I'm like, oh, that's grim. I always feel like that. I always feel like going, can we stop the programme? Yeah. Get this guy some, yeah, a shower, yeah. a something. Yeah. Because he keeps doing that. Yeah. And he's got his hair tied up in a bun. It's horrible. They must have, statistically, must have found a hair in, uh, in a, in a MasterChef. Imagine that in a MasterChef final when horrible. they go like that and, and yeah. John Tarose just picks it it's out. It's horrid. Horrid. And just goes, oh my God, mate, is it pubic? Oh, Scott, that's Greg, great. it's pubic. That's just great. Stop that now. That's awful. What? That's just horrible. What do you mean? 
It's horrible. What do you mean, what do I mean? I mean, it's horrible. There was a story once about someone who used to put their pubes in food in a restaurant to get money off the bill. I don't believe that. Bullshit. True story. I call bullshit. It's not bullshit. When I used to do... uh, What, did they take a stash with them? Yeah. A little sachet. Or did they just pluck one fresh? (laughs) Just put the hand in. Yeah. Can I have the bill? (laughs) They used to do it. No, because it was a scam. And I remember I used to, I did the story for a, a TV show I was working on. Mm. And I was saying like, imagine. I'd request a DNA test what? before I gave the refund. What? We're going to do a DNA on the hair to see who it belongs to. And if it's yours, you're fucked. You're clearly ginger, mate. This is a lie. Get out of my <laughs> restaurant. Um, the interesting thing was though, is that imagine going out and going, do you want to go out for a meal? I just get my wallet, my keys. My pubes. My Sasha pubes. Yeah. Sachet of pubes, yeah. and and it was a f- it was showed footage. They used to do it. They were a, they were a gang, mm. and what they used to do, honestly, I'm mm. not making this up. They would order food, loads yeah. of food, yeah. curry houses mainly, yeah. and they would eat it all. But yeah. they'd leave one dish, and then he'd just he showed him just go like this, Aww. and he'd go, <laughs> and just no. mix it in. Oh, Scott, that's grim. No, and then he'd go call the waiter yeah. over. Yeah, I know how it works. I know I had to go through the whole thing. Oh, for fuck's sake. Apparently as well, what they're doing in McDonald's now, in some cases, is because they have this system where um, you can order it on the machine, can't you, yourself? And then I they, don't like that. And then they call a number. Yeah. People are just going up and getting the food that's not there. Of course. I, I, Nicking it. I saw that coming it. ages ago. And, and it happened to Sal and she said, that's, that's our chicken nuggets. And the woman just went, no, it's not. And it was. She nicked her, but couldn't prove it. So what happened? They just did more. Well, I don't know. Don't know what happened. So much wastage in there. Yeah. I've seen it. Do you know what I've seen a million times? Yeah. Because you, you, sometimes the machine doesn't print. Mm. I know. So they go. Yeah. I've seen it late night. Yeah. I've seen that a lot. Yeah. Someone's gone fifty-seven. Yeah. Out the door. Yeah. Gone. It's, it's flawless. Not even, not even bought anything. Not even. But then they, they, the markup on that is. I, I had it the other day. Uh, I went to the drive-through. There was no one at the, the uh, window. So I just carried on to the end window and then they just went, what, mm. what you what you ordered? Mm. I was like, nothing. So I had to do an order and pay at that same window. They weren't happy. Mm. They were like, this is at the wrong window. Yeah. And I was like, there's no one at the other window. But I think you're right. I think that's open to abuse, good, that. Yeah, good little system. Like, do you know what you could do? Just hang around McDonald's. Mm. Then. I know. Wait for someone to just order. Just eat loads of people's orders. Just going up to someone going. Try it next time. Order a fillet of fish, mate. Why? Just do it. You can't do that. That's, no, that's that don't work. I hate it when they make the make you park in that little waiting bay. I know. And you see a lad yeah. come out with two bags. Let's not just talk about what happens at a McDonald's. That's, that's shit stupid. Banter. How's right. this happened? Uh, it's you. It's not me. What do you mean? You're the one who goes on and talks nonsense. Um, right. Welcome anyway. back to the quiz show. What happens at McDonald's yeah. with your host, me, Scott Bennett? On this week's show, we've got two contestants who have both had their McDonald's stolen late nights. It's Maureen from Doncaster hello Maureen right <laughs> thanks for listening everyone you've been listening to Brew with the Bennets you have, have got anything else to say uh, no all I want to say is thank you to everyone who came to my tour shows in Newcastle upon Tyne uh, the matinee show they were brilliant Gemma Southampton Southampton in a boiling hot attic and they were great. It filled up. We got Anywhere 80 else? odd people. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who's messaged me saying how much they enjoyed the show. I did as well. You were lovely people. Gemma's bored. Well done, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>
Right. Have enjoy the sun. It's beautiful out there. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. Have a have a wonderful have a wonderful week. Bank holiday Monday's coming up for these well, people. Well, when they hear this, it'll be. It doesn't matter when the timeline is. Yeah, but it'll be over. Have a wonderful week. Yeah. Love Moisturize. You all guys. Get your sun cream on, yeah, guys. Slap it on. Remember, factor fifty. You don't want to end up burnt. Um, have a wonderful week. I'm going to close in the style of a quiz show host. Go on then. You have been watching uh, One Foot Up the Ladder with me, <laughs> your host, Scott Bennett. Uh, had, I just want to say, uh, no, that's, that's too long of a roundup. Yeah. Uh, and remember, everyone, if it's not on the board, it's not up your arse. Colin, when I watch Countdown, Colin Murray always goes... Uh, How do you wrap up? He goes, I can't do Irish. Thanks for watching Countdown. Uh, sorry. Thanks for watching Countdown, and uh, we'll see you next week. You can count on us. Oh, I need one. Of that. You can count um, on us. Thank you for watching. How big is my bra? Yeah. <laughs> uh, next week we've got you covered. We've you got you week. covered. You can guarantee right, that. This is annoying now. Good night. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Good night. You're involved. Yeah. See Good you night. next time. Thank you Bye. for watching. Bye. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye bye. Tune in, it's Sunday morning